Welcome to episode 25 of the Babes Talking Business Podcast. Today we have our beautiful, gorgeous friend, Sophie Ballantyne, who we have the absolute pleasure of working with a part of Babes in Business. Soph's a registered nurse turned certified holistic health coach who fell in love with preventative and holistic health with manifestation and wanting to create a life she loved to live all whilst making an impact in alignment with her values. So joined our team two years ago and in that time has not only created an incredibly thriving and soul-centered business where she helps thousands of women every single day, but she's also recently reached the pinnacle position of our company and is one of our national marketing directors who's built an incredible team both in Australia and internationally. Over the last two and a half-ish years with ups and downs and challenges and everything in between, Soph's been able to leave her full-time nursing job and now travels the world, works from home and working towards her dream of being a full-time mermaid. She is fiercely passionate about not only empowering women to take charge on their health on a holistic level, but also helping them realize they can be, do, and have anything they desire and not to settle for anything less. In this particular episode, Soph talks to us about so many incredible golden nuggets like hardship along her journey to success and what it actually looks like getting to the top. She gives us an incredible piece of advice on how to manage situations you can't control. We talk about gracious leadership and what that looks like, embracing duality, the yin and the yang in business. And we also ask her if all that hardship is really worth it. Make sure you find us on Instagram for a daily dose of business inspo over at Babes Talking Business, where we also do a shout out of the week every week. Leave us a review on iTunes and let us know what you think about this episode. And don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so we can tag you and shout you out. You can also check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com where we have loads more information, including upcoming events that we have on this year. We want to say a big thank you to our sponsors, The Health Style Emporium. You can check out the website at www.thehsc.net where you can learn about holistic health and well-being and how to up-level your health through spirituality, mental health, physical health, emotional health, and so much more. So without further ado, we are so excited to introduce to you this total goddess, Sophie Ballantyne. Ain't nothing gonna break my stride, nobody gonna slow me down, oh no, I got to keep on moving, ain't nothing gonna break my stride, oh no, I got to keep on moving, I'm on the road, alright, alright, karaoke's over. Welcome, Sophie, to our episode. For those of you who don't know, that is Sophie's song, so that's why we thought we'd sing her in. We've got the beautiful Sophie Ballantyne on our podcast today, one of our gorgeous, brand-new, sparkly NMDs. You've just reached the pinnacle position of our company. Congratulations, Sophie. Thank you. We're so excited to have you on. I think what I love the most about this um, podcast is that we do get to interview some people who are successful but have them open up and be vulnerable and share about what the journey was like. So I'm so excited to chat to you about that today because you are just one of the most authentic people that I know and 
your leadership style is always done with so much grace and ease and flow and it's definitely taught me so much. So I am so excited to have you on today. Yay! Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So let's um let's go back to the beginning and let everyone who's listening a little bit about you for those of the girl that for those who are on the line listening that don't know your story let's go back to the beginning and let's share your story of how it all started yeah so um I look back to two and a half years ago I was working as a nurse I started nursing um not because I was you know super passionate about it but I just saw it as I guess a job where I could help people with their health um I was really into health um, I actually was drawn to the shift work aspect because I didn't want to be in an art to five. I'd been there, I'd done that, and I just didn't want to, um, you know, be stuck inside for eight hours a day, you know, Monday to Friday. Mm-hmm. So I started nursing. Um, in my final year of my degree, I kind of had my whole world open up to the to the world of holistic health, and I realised that there's so much more to what I knew as a nurse and that there's, you know, things like holistic health and, you know, the power of nutrition, the power of your mindset and spirituality and so many aspects that you do not learn in nursing. Mm. And I thought I'm just going to finish the degree. And when I started nursing, um, I was about six months in and I thought this is not how I want to be helping people. I was putting a big fat bandaid on a lot of issues that could be prevented. Yeah. And the way that I was helping people, just wasn't in accordance with my values. I really wanted to help people prevent disease and illness rather than just treat it. And that's what I was doing as a nurse. And the shift work, yes, it had good aspects, but I was sick of doing night duties. Mm. I was sick of not having a a personal routine because of the shift work. Um, And I was just sick of being unfulfilled. You know, life's too short to be in a job that you're not, you know, fulfilled in and passionate about. Um, And I had this big kind of vision of, what I wanted my life to be like and I was really interested in becoming my own boss and being able to work my own hours and you know being able to travel more because as a nurse mm-hmm. it was very hard to take time off especially Christmas I had to yeah. work you know the last seven years of Christmas last year was the first time I had Christmas off and I decided I was going to become a health coach so I had this you know I was so excited and I was going to be my own boss and have this really successful business and I kind of did my course mapped out everything but then the self-belief kicked in and yeah. the self-doubt and the little inner mean girl that was like, you can't do this. You're yeah. not good enough. Who's going to listen to you? You can't run a successful business. Um, and that really hindered me and I was kind of like, mm. uh, okay. And that's kind of what has held me back a lot in my life was I had a vision of what I wanted, but I would never go after it because I was so afraid of, I guess, the growth that would need to happen and just I'd hold, I would hold myself back because I didn't believe I could do it. So... When I discovered Babes in Business, it was kind of like, right, I can have everything that I want. I can have my own business. I can choose my own hours, but I get to do it with so many beautiful people and have support and have someone there to hold my hand. And that's what I was kind of lacking. I really just needed some guidance and having people to talk to. And yes, I was kind of getting that with my health coaching, but when you have people that you can literally like meet and work together and just jump on calls whenever you want to and just have someone there to guide you through. That was really important to me. Um, So I started um, January 2017. And uh, for the first six months, I mean, I was doing all the work, Mm -hmm. but my belief still wasn't there. It was kind of like moving 
five steps forward with the actions, but only moving one step with my beliefs. So I was kind of yeah. not really getting around. I was kind of going around in a circle. So um, it took a while for me to start actually believing in myself and seeing that I did have what it takes to just even just kind of get the ball rolling. Um, and then it kind of just snowballed from there. Once I actually started to believe in myself and do the work for me and realize my worth and my capabilities, that's when it all started to happen. And I slowly was able to drop my nursing hours. Um, so, you know, I dropped a couple of hours a fortnight and then I eventually um, was able to leave my nursing job. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, was, that was kind of like my big goal. I just wanted to be able to leave that job. Yeah. It just, you know, it just wasn't fulfilling to me and I just wanted to wake up every day feeling like I had a purpose and then I was fulfilled. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't work as a nurse anymore and I, I get to wake up every day and create my own schedule really and that's not to say that I like the beach all day as much as I'd like to I like <laughs> yeah. work really hard but I have that flexibility if I want to go to the beach for an hour yeah. all the day I can yeah and um being able to travel a lot more which is super exciting and um I think now it's just I'm so passionate about showing people that they can do it mm. and that they can have the life that they want and a lot of the time it's just us getting in our own way so yeah that's me so far I <laughs> love that and because I know most of us girls and babes in business build our business purely online. I know some girls are going to go probably stalk your profile right now and they're probably going to see a lot of sunshine and beaches and acai bowls. And, but what I know it's been two years. I know that it's been two years of a lot of growing and work you have put in, but still two years is a pretty short amount of time. So although people might all see the pretty stuff behind the scenes, what has that two year journey kind of been like for you? If you were to explain the growth that you've gone to go through, how would you explain the journey of the last two years in your business? Yeah, it's been a huge growth. Like like what you said, a lot of people, I think like, and, you know, I've done it before too. You look at people that are successful and you think, oh, they've had such an easy run. Like they're successful. They're doing everything that they love, but you don't see behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. um, for me, it has been a massive growth journey, especially just building confidence in myself and my abilities. Um, and you've just got to, you've just got to do the work. Like, you you get shown what you need to do a lot of the time but like what I mentioned before you have to do the work within and Mm -hmm. get to a point where you do start believing in yourself because otherwise you kind of just go around in that circle so for me it's been a lot of um you know there's been so many challenges but you just have to harness those challenges and realize that they're there for a reason and not to um, see them as, you know, an obstacle that's going to, to stop you. It's really just there to help you grow and to help you rise up and realize that whatever's happening is, you know, you can handle it. The universe will only give you what you can handle. So see it as a lesson and see it as an opportunity to, um, step up. Cause I think a lot of the time in my life, things have happened and it's kind of made me run away from it or be like, that's too hard. I'm not going to even deal with it. I'm just yeah. going to turn a blind eye. Like, so now it's like, this is a challenge, right? Bring it on. Like, what is this teaching me? What can I grow from it? And I think a lot of people get really scared about that. Yeah. And I think that's what stopped me for the first kind of six months is like, oh, I got a challenge. I'm not going to push myself to grow in that. But especially if you want to start your own business, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur and be successful doing the things that you love, it's going to get hard and there's going to be challenges. Yeah. But you just have to embrace them and know that, they're there for a reason. Yeah. Um, so the last two years is definitely not <laughs> easy. Um, but I've just seen it as whatever's happening is happening for a reason. You just kind of have to roll with it. 
Um, you know, there's, there's always highs and lows in everything. Um, and yes, you know, I do get to go to the beach and eat acai bowls and everything like that, but <laughs> that's only a very small portion of the hard work that gets yeah, done as well. Yeah. I want to dive into that more because I think what we, our biggest mission with this podcast and what we really are passionate about is just getting rid of the glorified mm, Instagram yeah. posts, which is how we both build our business and actually getting really real and vulnerable about what, what, what business looks like. So I know you said there's been a lot of challenges for you over the last couple of years. I'd love to know, what do you think has been the biggest lesson for you or the biggest challenge that you've come across in your business in the last two years? Um, this is hard because I've had so many. I honestly think my biggest challenge has just been me. It's just getting out of my own way Yeah. because so many people, and I, I have this with a lot of the girls that I work with, come up like to a wall about this all the time is that they don't feel like they can do it or they don't feel like they're worthy or they don't believe in themselves enough to kind of take that step out of that comfort zone because that's where I was. I was so happy in my comfort zone. I was in my nursing job. I was getting paid, you know, a good wage, but I was so scared to step out of that. And I think it was just me getting in my own way. So I think the biggest lesson for me was just you have to trust the process and you have to trust that mm. whatever life's throwing at you, it's not happening to you. It's, you know, it's happening it's happening there for a reason and you've just got to kind of embrace it and um, react to it in a way that's that's going to help you grow. I mean, what it, there's been so many things that have happened and I could have, you know, let them just crumble me. I could have let them just kind of take over. But um, I think seeing, I guess this is probably another one of my biggest lessons is just understanding that the challenges are there to help you step up and to help you to grow because that's you know life is going to throw things at you that you never expect and a lot of people just lay down and think oh you know life's so hard and <laughs> yes it is but it's happening there for a reason so I think just embracing that and just rolling with it and having people around you to support you I think that's really important too yeah one of the things I love about you Sophie and like watching you evolve over the last two years into that because the the sofa I met two years ago I remember the first time I met you I had um, a little get together at my house and someone had brought you over and you're like this cute little yogi like <laughs> in your yoga pants in my living room and you're like hi I'm Soph and you know you were just so quiet and you was just like such a beautiful soul and then over the last two years you've just risen up incredibly like it's been amazing to watch and something that I love that you've done really well um, is you've really invested in yourself and your personal growth and personal development but you haven't allowed that to take you out of action and one of the things we see all the time is people go and invest in you know thousands of dollars into personal development which is amazing like I'm all for that and I'm a massive advocate for that we all are but what I see happen so much is the personal development just takes people out of action. It's like, oh, I need to go fix myself or, mm-hmm. oh, I need to go and, you know, go and do this course now and get out of action and not do the, the inspired work that's going to allow me to get paid and, and grow my business. But you, the whole time, it was almost like every bit of action was matched with a, with a bit of growth and you never let that overpower you. So What's your advice on personal development for people who maybe feel like they want to dive into that? What would you say? Like, how could you balance personal development and running a business so that they don't get out of action? 
Yeah, I think it's um, like what you said. You you kind of like what I was saying before. You you need to do the actions, but you also need to work on yourself. So kind of matching um, what you're doing to grow yourself, but not forgetting that you need to you need to apply what you're learning, and you can't just listen to all these books and do all these courses and listen to all these podcasts if you're not going to actually put them into action and then grow yourself and grow your business. So I think that, um, you know, it's it's really important to delve into personal development, especially if you are wanting to start your own business or you are wanting to work for yourself because those blockages are going to come up about your self-worth mm-hmm. and your abilities. And if you're not on top of that, if you're not not on top of it, but if you're actively growing that and you're actively kind of working on that then that's that's what's going to hold you back because you're not going to believe that you're worthy of success you're not going to believe that you're worthy of you know creating your own business just like I was so Mm. yeah when I first met you I was I wouldn't say I was shy but I was definitely comfortably in my comfort zone and I didn't want to put myself in situations that would make me uncomfortable yeah Um, and I think (laughs) that you know doing this business you definitely have to get comfortable being uncomfortable and just knowing that it's a really cool part of the process. And yeah. Something that I heard a few years ago, which I think has served me really well in my business is if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm. Yeah. They're literally, that's the only two things you're in. So if you're not feeling, I got addicted to that uncomfort because I knew I was growing. Like that's Mm. awesome. And as soon as you are sitting in your comfort zone, you're dying guys. So when you're feeling a little bit of anxious, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of uncertainty, like, oh my gosh, this is a new area, I'm so out of out of my like, comfort zone here, embrace it and kind of find some fun in it, but oh my gosh, I'm growing, what's going to happen yeah, from yeah. here? <laughs> um, I'd love to know that over the last two years of growing yourself and taking inspired action with that, what do you think has been the biggest resource that's helped you with, helped you create the, re- the success that you've had or the a habit that you've formed that's really helped you create the success that you've had? Um, I think it's just being really mindful of what we've just been talking about, but getting into a habit of doing it. And so something that I, you know, I'm going to completely admit I'm not 100% on it, but I'm very, very mindful of having a, a positive start to my day and making sure that I'm not just waking up on my phone, checking emails, checking messages, Mm -hmm. getting started because that makes me flustered, that makes me overwhelmed and then I'm not in a positive state to serve other people. So I've been really mindful of creating that safe space in the morning. So some of you might have heard of The Miracle Morning. It's a book by Hal Elrod and I very first came across this when I first started this business and it just completely changed my life. Like it just helps you get into that really positive energy for the day and it could take you five minutes for me it takes me about an hour an hour and a half depending on you know the exercise that I'm doing everything like that so it just grounds you it helps you calm the mind it helps you visualize your goals it helps you you know journal and get things out and and those are the things I think that's really helped me to not only um you know center myself for the day but also have that kind of goal setting and have that um, place where I can get my thoughts out and Mm -hmm. just start the day in a positive way because like I said it's so easy to just delve into your social media and be reactive and have a neg ferret comment on one of your posts or something like that and just zap your energy and that's not what we want to do so I think that's been something that's been really pivotal in my success because I'm when I start my day then 
you know, I've, I've done everything for me. I filled my cup up and I can, I can serve from a place that's a lot better than someone that's, you know, anxious and jittery and just, yeah. you know, already in that reactive state. I know like something recently that happened to you in your business, like something that you're, you're happy to be open about and share on this podcast. I know we were chatting last week. Something that, you know, could probably shake a lot of people, something that could be unexpected and something that hurts. Like how how did you overcome that? Because I was there, we were both there with you the whole time when this event happened and we just watched you be so calm and diplomatic and I learned so much from you in that situation. <laughs> like the fiery Aries in me was like, oh, my God, I'm sticking up for my girl. Like this is not cool. And then we've got Soph on the other end like, this is okay. This is okay. I'm going to think about this. And then I've got Loz going, Shani, calm down. <laughs> it's okay. So let's talk about that. Let's be really open and raw and real about what happened and, and what, how did you handle that? Because I think it's really important to share for others who want to be you know, in leadership and, um, and have that emotional intelligence. Let's share a little bit about how you sort of thought that through and, and what happened for you. Yeah. So do you want me to explain the situation or just what happened? Yeah. So I guess, um, when we're over in America, I had a situation where, um, one of the girls that I've worked really closely with over the past two years, um, it kind of came out in different ways, but decided to um, join another business, um, which is totally fine. It's, you know, if that's what she wants to do. However, um, you know, started to find out that, um, you know, was messaging other girls, a part of the team to go with her Mm -hmm. and intentional or unintentional. It still really hurt because at the end of the day, I'd poured so much love and energy into this girl and, I kind of just felt a bit betrayed and mm-hmm. um, especially because I'd asked her numerous times over the past six months if yeah. she was doing this new thing and I just felt like I'd kind of been constantly lied to and um, just lots of things come up and it was in a pretty uh, massive time while we were over in the US. I'd just spoken on stage that day in front of 8,000 people so the energy was pretty good um, and honestly at the time – Yes, I was really pissed off. I was, you know, mind you guys. Sophie's pissed off is a different version. <laughs> to I don't know if you want to see me pissed off. I, I saw I witnessed Shan get pissed off, and Sophie's very. She's a little yogi. She's like, yeah, I'm angry. I'm like, you don't look angry. You don't look angry. <laughs> I can get angry though. You, you guys just haven't seen it yet. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. It's like a cute angry. <laughs> but I think that um, I honestly think it would have been a different situation if I was home. By myself, and I did find this when I we did leave. So I think being when this all started to come out, being around the girls um, really helped because we were just there to support one another and seeing you guys kind of want to step up, like mm. you know. And um, I think for the me, the biggest thing, and I know Loz, we were talking about this yesterday, is just you you still want to see the best in other people, and that's where I was coming from. I still mm. wanted to see the best in this person, and I was kind of. I think making excuses for her in my head and that made me feel bad because then I felt like, you know, not that I was doing something wrong, but 
it just threw up a lot of mixed up emotions. And when we were over in America, I honestly felt fine about it. I was like, you know what? This is just another challenge. This is another cherry on the top. Yeah. I'm just going to grow with it. I'm just going to learn from it. And, um, you know, then other things happened and we came back from America and it all just started to hit me. Mm. I, um, you know, was obviously not around the girls anymore. I was home by myself. More stuff was happening and it didn't, it didn't just affect me and her. It affected a lot of people. And then I kind of felt like I needed to step into a new level of leadership to support other people. And it just kind of really got to me At, at one point. I felt very defeated by it and, I just felt really sad about the whole situation and how it was affecting my relationships with people that were involved and, you know, friendships that were now lost that I, you know, I I was still trying to come from that place of love and see the best in them and see their best intentions. But at the end of the day, someone said to me, like, would you, would you have ever done that to her? And for me, the answer was like, hell no. Yeah. So that's what really hurt was that she, you know, people that were involved couldn't see that aspect of it. Mm. Um, and so it was a really hard week or so when we came back from America, it was, you know, I, um, I kind of had to really, really grow from it and, and realize that, yes, this is another challenge, but, um, again, having so much support around me and, and realize that, um, you know, that I could, I I literally can get through anything. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I read a quote the other day. I just wanted to share it because it actually reminds this is exactly what I'm talking about. But I think when people are talking about success, so many look at people who have success, whether they have like a successful business, marriage, they're juggling life and three kids, they're running marathons, and they see them standing on top of a mountaintop. But what you don't actually realize is that those people are standing on the top of failures, of mm-hmm. trauma, of one hard thing on top of the other. And so they're standing on top of it all instead of being buried underneath it. And I think it's really important. I think that's what we're trying to convey in this, that the people that you're seeing who are having success, they still have the duality. They still have the challenges. (laughs) They still have the self-doubt. They still have the moments where they get hurt. Um, Yeah. But they just stand on top of it instead of standing underneath it and making it a reason why they don't deserve it or why it's too hard or why it's not worth it. And I think just having that this honest space to share with you guys what it looks like on the top of the mountain, mm. it's not easy and we're not immune to the stuff that other people are – like it still comes at us. And I think, like you said, everything you've that's come up to you in the last two years has probably prepared you to deal with this. Because if, yeah. totally. if you had this happen in your first week of the business – Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, sweet, for sure. Yeah. And but you know what? It was even cooler. Like we were talking about in the USA, it was a really good leadership experience for all of us girls because – it had never happened to us before. Yeah. So learning about like and asking yourself, who do we want to be in this yeah. situation? How do we want to show up in the world? How do we want to respond to when this happens to us? Because it's – guys, you don't have – you honestly – there's so many things in this life you can't control. Shitty stuff's going to happen to good people every single day. Yeah. The only thing you can control is how you choose to react to it. Yeah. And the way that you reacted, so if I think this is what Shane wanted to applaud you on, is just – even in a time of stress, of hurt, mm. of uncertainty, you responded with so much grace and beautiful leadership that I think all of us were inspired by mm. and really learned from. So um, kudos to you, beautiful. We're so proud of you. and I love being able to work alongside of you. Aw, yeah. thank you. And, yeah, it is so true. Like, looking back on my journey, I couldn't have dealt with this at the start. Like, if that had happened to me probably even a year ago, it would have, it would have totally broken me yeah. and just – looking back and being like, 
holy moly, like I have come a really long way. And I think if you forget that, like yeah. you get to a point and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, you always have things that you're not happy with or things that aren't going right. But then when you actually, you know, look back and you're like, wow, like yeah. that was a crazy ride, but, but it's, it's led me to exactly where I'm saying. It's like duality, like yeah. it's so, so true. And I think that's a massive thing I've learned in my two years is that you do have ups and downs and you have to just realise that it's part, part of, the, of it. The and thickening of the skin. Yeah. What's I want? Let's let's talk about applicability. If, that, if that's the kind of word I'm trying to use here, let's see if it works. But <laughs> is that a word? Applicability. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Shani always bags out. You've, you've heard my lawsuits, guys. Maybe you guys can start making a little notebook for my lawsuits so you can pay me out. Applicability. Applicability. Yeah, it is a word. word. Right. Anyway, but when you're going through your ups and downs, so people align because they're going to be going through ups and downs too. Who do you? How do you work through them? Like, who do you turn to? Who's your support network? Like, how do you actually work it out and mm, to write out those question. ups and downs? Yeah. So, um, I think that in the ups, like, yes, that I've had some really amazing highs within the business, um, and I've kind of got to a point now where, yeah, like, I really embrace it. But then there's always like that little, little thing in the back of my mind, like, okay. Don't get, like, humble yourself because mm-hmm. duality is coming. Like, there's going to be yeah. something. And just not expecting it, but just – it just kind of pre-brings me back to earth. So then when something does happen, I'm not having that massive drop. Yeah. So um, I think, Shani, you're probably one of the biggest people I turn to <laughs> in the times mm-hmm. where something's not going right or I'm feeling like I need support or I'm feeling like I just need someone to vent to because I feel like, you know, we do have – quite a similar journey and you do understand everything that I talk about when I talk about duality and everything like that. Like we've done the same kind of work. So I think that you are such an amazing person to to turn to. And, you know, a lot of people are probably thinking that I don't have a shanty to talk to, but (laughs) you, you can find people like, especially like on social media these days, there's so many people that you can connect with. Like I've made so many beautiful friends through social media, but that's what I love about this business is that we have so many people that we can, connect with and we can turn to like me and Moz yesterday we're just talking about kind of similar things of this and um just having someone there you can talk to I think is really important yeah um I love to journal like I love if I've got something coming up and I never used to I'd be like journaling what like flame like (laughs) do your diary no but now I just literally like I get the pen and the paper and I just write like whatever's flowing out and you'll be really surprised you're like did I just write like is that what I think? But it's, it's just therapeutic. If, yeah, if you if you don't have someone to talk to, even if you just like voice record it and at least you're expressing it, because if you bottle up inside and this is something that I did for my whole life, mm. I would never express myself. And um now I'm just like, get it all out because then it's 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 out of you and it's just either on a piece of paper or you've told someone. Um but I think it's just within me, like I understand the duality, I understand that it is a roller coaster and you've just got to learn all parts, like love all parts of it. Um, but it's definitely helpful to have someone around that you can kind of yeah. turn to. So, well, let's change gears a little bit because I mean, we've spoken about your journey, the successes, the ups and the downs, but I'd love for you to talk about like, is it worth it? Is all of it worth it? And what have you been able to create now? And what does your day look like? And you know, if you could turn back the clock and do it all again, would you change anything or would you just keep it exactly how how it's turned out? Yeah, I wouldn't change a thing because 
I wouldn't be here. Like, if you just changed one thing, it would alter the whole trajectory. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah. that's the word trajectory <laughs> of my course. So, um, this is a question I've asked myself a lot, and I still ask myself. Like, some some days, there's days, and I'm like, is this really worth it? Like, especially <laughs> that's especially what happened at the start when I feel like I wasn't getting the traction that I wanted, and I'm slaving away or I'd be doing the actions but you know whatever was happening I was like is this really worth it do I really want to do this and then I was kind of like you have to think of why you're doing it because if you if you don't think of why you're doing it you don't have that that kind of pull so for me it was like I want to leave my job like I don't want to be a nurse anymore I yeah. don't want to do it so I just kept going and what was the other question? I have a mental blank. What What are some things that like you get to do now? You get to do? Oh yeah. What does yeah. life look like? So for me now, um, like I said, I don't work as a nurse anymore. So I get to, you know, create my days and I still work, you know, eight plus hours a day sometimes, but I get to choose those hours. So mm. as a nurse, I had to be at work at 7 a.m. Yeah. or I had to be work at 1 p.m. Or some days I had to be work at 9 p.m. Like oh I'm getting, I go to bed <laughs> at 8.30. <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> so for me now, um, you know, I get to to do more of the things that I love in the time that I want to do them. So mm. I get to wake up, you know, I wake up pretty early, I wake up at 5, 5.30, I get to go to the gym, I get to do my miracle morning. So some mornings when I was going to work as a nurse, I'd be like trying to meditate, I'd drive to work and then I'd meditate in the car because I was running out of time. Wow. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm in this zen state, now I've got to go shower Oh, something. wow. Yeah, so it, it, my mornings were just so fast paced and flustered and then it wasn't a nice start to the day so now I can I know Lozzie this is something that you love to do as well is you know even though I wake up early I've got like two to three hours in the morning for me Mm. and especially when it's warm here on the Gold Coast which is most mornings um I'll head down to the beach for a couple hours in the morning because that's something I love to do but I always try and you know start work around around nine o'clock um but then I've had you know three to four hours in the morning filling my cup up and doing all the things that I love and then I'll work a few hours in the day normally I'll have calls or just things that I need to do and then I can go to the beach again for you know 30 to 45 60 minutes in the afternoon so good and not be stuck inside all day like yeah I work at home and work inside but if I want to I can you know go for a swim or whatever it might be so just having that flexibility is something that I really love and like I said I still work yeah. you know really hard but if I want to have you it's know in flow yeah if I want to go see someone for lunch or go get an acai bowl I can do that and then oh, pop it right and trip overseas you've yeah. been traveling a lot yeah. too yeah and travel is a big thing too so um I think I've been on like seven or eight overseas trips since doing this business and I think I've only been overseas three times or wow. something so <laughs> that was really important to me too and just you know, being able to do that and looking forward now is just, you know, doing all the things that I want to do, but also giving back and um, contributing more and just having more um, purpose and more, um, I guess, drive to do that as well, because you kind of are like, yeah, I want to do that, but, you know, I'm I'm only just surviving with my income. Like, how am I going to give back? So, um, yeah. And, and like I said, the, one of the biggest things to me is just the growth that I've had and um, being able to continue to do that and then share that with other people and, and show them that um, they can do that too, which I think is really important. Yeah. You know, one thing I want to say, and I know, I don't know if we spoke about this openly enough, but even Shannon and I were talking earlier this week 
One of my favorite things about this business <laughs> is that some days you wake up and you just don't want to play that day. You don't, you don't have to. to. <laughs> like yeah. there's been a couple of times in the last six, I'm pretty disciplined. I probably say I'm pretty disciplined, but there'll be some times in the last six months where I'm like, you know what? I'm not getting out of my pajamas today and I'm going to cancel my calls and I'm going to watch Netflix all day because I can. <laughs> yeah. And that's, well, that's the flexibility of it. I remember like it was maybe like a couple of weeks ago. So if you messaged me and you were like, oh my gosh, like I've got so much on my plate. I've got so much to do. My inbox is full, but you know what? I'm just going down to the beach and <laughs> emptying my inbox down at the beach because I can. And I was yeah. like, oh, I love you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think, I think it's important because a lot of people get really attracted to like the laptop lifestyle and work from the beach and all of that kind of stuff. But I know you're the same, Lizzie. You can't. You can't. I can't. I've tried so many times because like the idea of just being able to sit at the beach and tan, like this is my happy place. Yeah. The sun, you yeah. can't see the screen. I don't know about you guys. As soon as I'm comfy and the warmth on me, mm. I just fall asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm the same. I, the beach is my happy place. Yeah. And actually the car is as well. Like when I was driving through Europe, I was like, I'm going to be able to do all my emails in the car. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah. But I love that you go and empty your inbox. Now. Yeah. Well, I, t- cause I can do a little bit on my phone, but then I get like, with my arms get sore and you can't do it if you're lying on your back. Like, ah. But um, yeah, it's just being able to do more of the things I love within my day. And if I can do something, like I was sitting on the couch, you know, doing things on my phone. I was like, why don't I just go do that outside? Yeah. Or like eating. Cause I, I'm kind I of having like, a chuckle. Listen to how hard our problems are guys. <laughs> are we going to work from the couch or the beach? <laughs> First one problems. Yeah. So, very, very grateful. Very grateful. Well, I just wanted to say, Soph, that you're incredible and we're so grateful to have you part of the tribe. We've loved having you on the podcast. I'm sure a lot of people took away some gold from that just in regards to dealing with the uncomfortable, being yeah. comfortable with it. Yeah. And we Embrace just want it. to congratulate you on such Thank an incredible you. achievement and just a beautiful journey and just – how beautiful you have stepped into leadership and you teach your girls so well and and mentor them and provide such a nice space for them we just want to congratulate you on that so thank you for being on thank you for having me we love this fun (laughs) (laughs) we hope you've loved today's episode of the babes talking business podcast We're loving bringing you these episodes. Our mission really is to share and add value to your week, whether you're a budding entrepreneur or you're a veteran and you've been owning your own business for quite some time. Don't forget, if you're loving our podcast, we would absolutely love and appreciate for you to rate us and drop in some love on the iTunes app by giving us some feedback. We want to do something really exciting and we want to do a shout out of the week every week on our Instagram for anyone who reviews us so please make sure you leave us five sparkly stars and you give us your feedback but don't forget to add your instagram handle or website so that we can shout you out you can follow us on instagram at babes talking business or you can check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com you can check out the health style emporium online holistic health program our beautiful sponsors over at www.thehsc.net all of these links are available below in our podcast notes and on our website thanks for tuning in